Hello everybody, this is the staff of Be Creative 2020 Mutiny here in the fireside room once again for our final staff podcast. We'll have the kids coming to you uh, in a podcast with us tomorrow, but um, we're here, they're enjoying their evening swim, which you'll find out why there's an <laughs> evening swim here soon, I suppose. Um, we just got done with our, our final challenge slash uh, plot twist slash Bruce Willis moment of the week BWM. and um so let's talk about it let's talk about what the kids have learned today and and what the message was coming out of this do we want to start with the morning stuff that we did sure you can you go ahead all right so this morning um throughout the week we've been asking for taxes for the king and it was 10 coins and it was 20 and then it was 30 so they were expecting 40 today and we asked for 400. <laughs> we hadn't passed that many coins out. There were not no. that many out. So even even if they pulled their money together and somehow still managed to, to they pay, didn't they, even they have literally couldn't. Coins. They, they couldn't do it. So the girls had amassed 120 coins and, and the boys had amassed 60 um, plus, you know, whatever they had invested in their ships throughout the week. Which, considering what how many coins we had scattered that is actually a lot but it was intentionally way too few to pay the tax right and and there's a lesson to that um but first what do the kids do so we meet around the stage and they're faced with this monumental tax that they must pay to the king and um they weigh their options whether they pretend that they just didn't hear that the king was asking for taxes or maybe they hide and try not to get caught or they try and overthrow the king and steal all of his treasure which is what we want but they came up with it themselves there was a valid choice in here somewhere they they could have chosen to do some chores and we offered them the first chore which was swabbing the deck a three-hour chore for 50 coins when they needed 200 or 600 yes we handed them a box of Q-tips, just like we did at the beginning of the week, except this time we said, okay, the staff said that they would pay you 50 coins that they have found if you can um, scrub the floor in the fireside room and in the hallway with these Q-tips. And they were out on that idea pretty quickly. I think they gave up on that one within two seconds. <laughs> so then it was down to hiding or overthrowing the king and i think at that point it was an easy choice they were all ready to storm the castle were they given the option to hide or did they just say start saying you know let's, let's go well hide. when we were listing options we deliberately did not choose mutiny as one of the options to list we wanted them to come up with that yeah. themselves but yeah hide, hide was definitely a valid was, option they could have basically it would have been pretending like, that they just didn't like, receive the tax. Just well, tax evasion, basically. Right, tax <laughs> evasion. Which we did mention that they may be hunted for that because the king would not be happy about that. And, and you dissuaded them from that. You persuaded them to ignore that option when you said that they might have to hide in the woods through lunch and swimming time. Yeah, I think that was a quick dissuasion from that. Though, I, didn't, I don't think they were really considering that option anyways. I think the, the boys... Girls, the boys were always, always all for Yeah, they, they just wanted to go raid the king. Sure. Just the girls right were a little more conservative. Yes, we can definitely say that. And so they were the ones who were pushing to do chores, and when they heard the chores, they were... And the price. And, and the price that they were going to make. They were then on board with raiding the king. After 
somewhat considering hiding as a genuine option, but I really don't think that's the direction they were going. Uh, they've been unhappy with the King all week fun. anyways. Yeah. yeah. So we storm up Paintball Hill uh, to storm the King's castle at the top of the hill. Um, and then we break into the castle through the net, and they have to search for the, the throne room and the vault, which holds the King's treasure, which they could steal. And when they get there, uh, Rachel, what did they find? Well, they found a treasure chest that was locked. <laughs> but also, they found a crown. And we were amazed. We told them, don't you know that he who holds the crown rules the kingdom? So that was definitely fun. Um, as they ran down the hill, we thought we heard the royal guard, so we had to escape quick, hop in the ships that they had built all week, and sail to Texas. <laughs> Why did you have a sail to Texas? That's where Nora suggested. Oh, she okay. checked her location um, map on her steering wheel <laughs> and said that Texas was the farthest away location that they could head, so we headed to Texas. Full steam ahead. <laughs> Yeehaw. So... We head to Texas, and they are now royals with a chest full of more money than they could imagine they could ever have. Essentially all of the coins. <laughs> more than we'd even put out because we had two bags of coins and only ended up using one of 400. Until today. And then we broke out another bag of 400 a day just to make the chest look fuller. <laughs> Visual effect. So chest Plus. is full, and they have the crown. And after a bit of bickering over who gets the crown because he who holds the crown controls the kingdom, we say, well... You all control the kingdom, and you are all rulers, and you now must make your royal garb. So they um, create their costumes to be royals, and then we let them that. know that, yeah, they That's definitely had a lot of fun with that. Then, costumes um, are always fun. Of course. Um, then we let them know that they get four royal decrees as a group to decide the laws of their new kingdom. And we would like you to know the decrees just so we can hear how silly <laughs> they would be as rulers. <laughs> The first decree that we hear is that people of the kingdom can wear pants. After they received a, a visit from the queen a few days ago, the princess, the prince, I keep saying the queen. Uh, a few days ago, um, they received a visit from the princess, and she was in her royal, royal dress, all dressed up. We and, had her on the podcast. Yeah, yes, yes, and um, they were concerned that she could not wear pants, very concerned in her kingdom, and she let them know that she could not. And therefore, they devoted one rule specifically so that their ex-princess could wear pants. And the only pants. reason she couldn't is because she was she was trying to improv it and go along with it. Yes. 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 This is part of it. Yes, it? and? Yes. So Which that is, is, that is it, it's the beauty and the curse of Be Creative Camp is that you can end up establishing rules of things that you have to figure out by the end how that works out. And sometimes it's fine. Sometimes it works no problem. Sometimes it paints you in a corner and you have to start making clocks out of pine cones to make it work. And ah, that was a good one. That was a that good stuff one. happens. So their second decree, you take it away. Their second decree, who was second? Um, was it Ethan? They all got one. Ethan, yeah, they all got one. I mean, it was supposed to be collective. They had to agree on them, yeah, but there but was they, enough decrees that each of them could yeah. make one. And they each announced one. Ethan's was that, I think, it was that all of us had, well, us as leaders, had to do what they said. 
Yeah, we were essentially their servants for the day as they made us cut as many holes and do as much duct taping as they wished and sweep the floor and play music and dance. It wasn't as much as they might have. They mostly left us alone. (laughs) Well, they left you alone a lot. They were like, ah, Rachel, you can do what you want. Hunter, you come over here and help us. They didn't. They didn't make it could have been do, worse. It could have been worse for you, too. We also let them create the lunch challenge after we've given them lunch challenges all week. And since they were in charge, we said, I suggested that they can come up with the lunch challenge that we all do as a group. <laughs> but since they had all the money and there was a rule previously that they could buy out of lunch challenges, they gave themselves enough money to buy themselves out of the lunch challenge. Of and we were forced to do the lunch challenge. We hadn't thought of this. So we they had kind no of... clue. What was it? Well, and they made us eat without directly using our hands to contact our food. So we could not eat with our hands, nor could we use our hands to use silverware to eat our food. And it was lasagna and garlic bread day. (laughs) So um, we did kind of a little bit outsmart the system. They said that we couldn't use our hands for our food or for our silverware. So we, well, I picked up my plate and just started eating like this, and then picked up the fork, opened the silverware, container with my mouth, mm. grabbed the fork out with my teeth, and then like slid the lasagna to the edge of the plate and then just, you know, nibbled on the edge of the plate, slid the lasagna over and slowly made it across our plate of food. Rachel was a champ. She had a salad. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. And then yeah. I spilled olives on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. But well, that's the stuff that they remember though. They like, that'll stick with you for a while. What olives? No, the kids seeing that happen, like experiencing that, like they got to watch you. They do kept that, trying so. to make it harder during the challenge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, now you can't use your hands to do your drinks, which we kind of played along with. And then they were like, they saw how we had cheated the system almost, and used our hands to pick up the plates. And they're like, well, you can't do that. You're touching the plates. Well, you had never said that before, so. And then wasn't Isaiah the kept wanting us to do it blindfolded. <laughs> blindfolded at the same and time. with no hands. But we convinced him that that was a bad idea because the rule has been with the lunch challenges that you only have to do it for 10 minutes mm-hmm. so we told him we would just sit there for 10 minutes yeah and it wouldn't be very interesting for them to watch if we just sat there yeah so in a way we weren't very fair for sports either though <laughs> mm-hmm. i suppose we could have done that that would have been a mess it was already a mess trying to eat like <laughs> you can't even see what i'm doing but yeah. you can imagine what it'd be like to eat a plate of lasagna with, <laughs> with no utensils so Okay. And we there... got several odd things today. <laughs> yeah. Just that's like for every sure. day. <laughs> Welcome to Be Creative. We even, Rachel even had us tell them, just as we were explaining what Be Creative Camp was at the beginning of the week, she wrote a special note on my sheet that said, if anyone sees you and asks questions, just tell them you're Be Creative. Well, because and... this always happens at high school, is yeah. you get stopped and people are like, aren't you supposed to be somewhere else? Yeah. Why, why are you wearing a wig right now? <laughs> So anyway, their third decree um, was that was Isaiah, and Isaiah got up and said that all items in the shop were free, which was handy because then they could use the cardboard that was at their disposal and duct tape to without build their castle loot. without spending loot, even though they had basically infinite loot. Mm-hmm. So they could print their own if they wanted. <laughs> and then the last one, Nora. Nora decreed a night swim on thursdays which guess what day today is thursday so that was purposeful they had been asking to do night swim and we said we're not sure if we'll have enough time especially when we were planning the plot twist in the evening and mission time and and um we even had to push our lesson back from the morning until the afternoon so starting off right we was starting off 
after Later. lunchtime, <laughs> right? Um, just so we could fit in all of the all of the twists and turns of the day. Um, but they really wanted to do night swim, and so we we managed to schedule that for them. And alas, they are in the pool now. And that brings us what to one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> right, where we have our new camper joining us. Um, Missy has joined us now after spending the week with Fresh Camp after a misunderstanding on the first day uh, which, about which camp she was with. She should have been with us because she's really good. She loves improv and she's really good at it yeah. and jumps straight into everything we've done. Like we thought she'd be hanging back and kind of making fun of us silently, <laughs> making everything. Especially after being harder. with a normal-ish high school camp for the week. Yeah, but she has just, like, she's... She's very into it. She she took the photo challenge, which we spent almost an hour and a half doing on Monday night, and did it in 20 minutes and just enjoyed well, all of it. Part of the quickness of the photo challenge was that all I did was take pictures. So yeah, you she was the only the pictures one. And she, was, yeah. she was the only one she deciding. Was, um, a lot of the photo challenges. A lot of the time of photo challenges is often deciding which idea to go with. Yeah, who's, who's going to be the one that... Yeah. Take the lead on this picture. Yeah, I, and I really think it was great too because she came in after the fresh girls were leaving, and you could tell, you know, she's visibly upset. When a camp ends, everyone is is quite upset. And she yeah. thought she was in trouble. She was not in trouble, just to be clear. Yeah, that's what Chris had told me that she thought that she was in trouble when she ended up at the wrong camp and whatnot, and it just just didn't. And now she gets to go to a graduation. Yeah. You get to actually have a justifiable she graduation. Going to, are we yeah, going to graduate her? Oh, yeah, we'll graduate her on to high school. She came for one day. Yeah. One day be creative camp. Shortest rain ever. <laughs> <laughs> junior high be creative. <laughs> okay. That's great. So, yeah, this evening was quite a blast. So, um, Sean shows up about 30 minutes after we were expecting him, but that's okay. It was. You were eating. Who cares? <laughs> I, I'm here. He's here now after there was an accident blocking his path to we only have um, like putting us at handcuffs, basically. We have seven minutes until we have to pick up the kids. Okay. It's all good. We'll wrap up. Um, so Sean arrives. He prepares for mission time. Oh, wow. By the way, what was your mission lesson? Because I was kind of intrigued where well, you were going. I, I, we painted a scenario of like what a normal mission trip is, like where somebody goes to another country and raises a bunch of money to go there, and you, and you, you essentially go to – a predetermined location that people know you're coming to and the na- even the the villagers know that you're coming to because it's, yeah. it's a place that always has mission trips and you know they know you're coming and they know what to expect and and so you can do good there but that's not the only way to do a mission trip like that you could actually do a mission trip that's not in another country that doesn't require money that mm. doesn't go to a specific building that you just kind of show up in an area oh. and just create art and surprise the community and share the share the gospel in that way rather than just in the this is the plan pre-approved you know we've got to go through this mission trip method model whatever that you could just yeah. you could just jump in a car go to some random city it's like beakery beyond yes. or like those yes. kind of activities just like that beyond do. yes that, that yeah. was the whole it was like explaining a beakery beyond mission okay that you, you could be local and share art which is then a reflection of love which is then a reflection of God, that you are being a missionary even if you're not traveling overseas and raising thousands of dollars and going mm-hmm. to some base camp location where people go and yeah, that's it's a like, lot like summer camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, 
explain the transition because at this point Rachel well, I grabbed and I, my phone and I said, Oh, I got a I got a text message. Right okay. Here. I need to go on the on the porch so I can get a signal and answer this text message. So you, they just Which was where of, my costume was. They just kind the, of sat patiently and just Yeah, they sat up there and my Lord Thread Count costume was on the on the porch. I see. So at this point Rachel and I have taken off to um, be a part of the next story, the next part of the story where we, we are. We grabbed the treasure chest and the crown and hightailed it out of there and we hid. In handcuffs. In handcuffs and we hid. Cheap handcuffs, Sean. Yeah, well, yeah. They're, they're Oriental trading, so. I okay. Mean, Come on, Oriental trading, get better handcuffs. <laughs> it's a prop, all right. it's not meant to be functional. Well, I guess they were nice functional if could, enough. If yeah. you could move your hands about three inches right, apart yeah. without breaking them yeah. off. Well, but you, still, we, you we, get the effect, so. We, we, um. So you guys were gone, and I, I came back we in. We rigged them up. Blood yeah. thread count and told them that, you know, that they're basically their rule uh, was not something that we were proud of and that us as the other merchants and merchant ships, we, we weren't, we weren't fans of it. And then they got all like in my <laughs> face about it and they were going to take me prisoner. And, <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't accept your authority because I don't see any crown. Like, where's your crown? Like, well, we'll show you the crown. And they went to get the box. Where's, where's the treasure chest? And they, so they started blaming Christina that she lost it or something. Oh my goodness. They're of looking all over like, like, where's it at? Where's it at? Where'd you put it? Where do you <laughs> retrace your steps? Where did you have it last? We got to find this thing so we can take, you know, take a ownership of this guy or hold him captive. <laughs> Whatever they're doing. I don't know what they're doing to me, but. Isaiah um, said they put you in a chokehold. They never got that far, but they might have if they had had the crown to do it. But I'm like, hey, I'm not going to accept your rule if you're not, if you don't actually have a crown. They were, they were very feisty. They weren't, they weren't just, oh, okay, well, we got to do this now. There, there, there was some resistance. They I wanted I you dead. Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, I, you know, I tried to be the heel, so. And then they, they finally, I, I told them that I was the one that took it and hit it and just kind of laid it all out that you guys were in captivity and they had to find you ah, and bring you to me. And, okay. I um, see. And I made sure that I moved so that there was the element of like things can be disoriented and you can be lost and not know how to get home. Yeah. And as long as they're playing along with that, that they understand that this is a, a playtime that, you yeah. know, the, the outside camp is actually another world and it can be somewhere far away and, mm-hmm. you know, then it works out. That was care. kind of hard for them to accept, especially once you, we got to the part where they actually had to pretend to be lost. Yes. So I was I was in my hiding spot for about 50 minutes just thinking about the week and smashing ants that were trying <laughs> to crawl up my leg and slapping mosquitoes as well as I could, being that my hands were tied <laughs> apart. And if I made any sudden movements, they would snap and I would have to unbuckle them with the keys that I had in my pocket <laughs> after I had already broke one pair of handcuffs. <sighs> It was less for me. They found me first, so I was there about 30 minutes. Ah, lucky, lucky. I figured I'd be the last to be to be found. That was kind of purposeful. Well, they yeah. they of... started heading your way first. They, like, Did they? Immediately when they left here, I told them you cannot climb elevation. Like, there will be no elevating to get to them. Yeah. And then they said, so they're at the middle. <laughs> so they were going to just go straight to the middle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's somewhere in the world. <laughs> that everywhere. Change? Look everywhere. Oh, well, because of the treasure chest. I mean, I just, I wanted, I didn't want them to immediately just go straight to the middle and then find you. Oh, okay. I mean, like, cause if they had gone to the middle, they would have. Well, they, they walked past. I, they had yeah. walked past until. You said you're Missy. behind the storage shed. I was thinking a different storage shed, so I didn't realize you oh, were no. there until Missy yeah. started pointing you out. Ah, okay. Yeah, she just, they had walked past me completely until she just saw through the trees as they had already walked past that, that I was back there. 
So they finally find us and take us to Lord Threadcount, the evil figure of the week. <laughs> Who wears black mm-hmm. and talks and in a deep voice. He's bald. He's <laughs> bald, which is the biggest fascination. Yes. And is missing an arm because he lied once. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this was the uh, interesting part. So This was the hard part. So Threadcount... It, but it's it's everything though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Thread count. So how how would you describe the ending of our weekly well, story? Well, like I've always said, like when I when I do sermons, when I do any kind of lesson time, I spend ten minutes telling a story to do a minute and a half to two minutes of like the point of it. Like mm-hmm. you you nail the story down, like you drive it into their brains so that they can make the one connection you want them to make with all of that story built behind it. Um, so you you give them this understanding all the way through of what it's like to have that treasure. Like I mean, that's a, the whole week mm-hmm. was them amassing the treasure. You're, mm-hmm. you're building up wealth for yourself. So in that one moment, it all has to come crashing down that you will be making a choice in this moment. Are you are you going to keep what you found? Your treasure is yours. You're welcome to have this treasure, but you're not home anymore. You're lost. Right. Because they were so, we took them somewhere else that wasn't near this camp near near their near texas home base. Yeah, texas, texas where they were ruling. Right. <laughs> they were they were not near texas so you can reign wherever you are now and have whatever power that means and whatever meaningless money that means. meaningless totally power meaningless. the money, money may not even be transferable here like they may not accept it you know you yeah. don't even know if you can find people here or you can give it all up to be given away to get home because if you surrender the stuff right you can people can can guide you home because they know the way home. So eventually, after some debate, I would say, and some upset feelings, they finally decide that they want me back, even um, though they really would have preferred the crown that was handcuffed to me, I do believe. So it was a little more complicated than that. The girls were like, give up the loot. We want the, the leaders back. And um, the boys were like, no, we want the loot. We want the loot. We want that crown. Though, so, so even though they finally decided to give it up, and we would connect the points back to how they had been greedy, just as Solomon had been greedy in our story from earlier, and just as we'll see later on that Rhea our Boehm. middle character story will be greedy and oh, Rehoboam, and Israel will be split, and everything will come full circle at the middle. Um, everything will come full circle at the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, even even though um, this decision had been made, I think uh, Isaiah and Ethan still tried to stuff their pockets with loot, mm-hmm. which means that Isaiah's eye ended up being melted as <laughs> Thread Count melted his eye by trying to smuggle treasure through the which, time capsule. Which he is willing to play along with. And that's which is good. He, mostly. He, mostly, he... he um, We've said that he is now has to wear an eye patch to cover his ugly melted eye, which none of us want to look at. So... He's being a good sport about it after... And if he comes back next year, he'll, <laughs> he'll get the idea of, like, that that's part of it. It's like, when, when a thing becomes a truth, yeah, you know... I mean, and he'll just be... He would be one of those that would help build build the story better the next year, even. Absolutely. And so we're really happy to have all the campers this year. I think, overall, the story went pretty good. We had to connect the dots at the end just to make sure that they understood that sacrificing the treasure meant, you know, that they were more focused on money than than other things that they should have been focused on just like solomon and pretty much any king ever has been i would say and they rightfully pointed out that we did 
give them several shoves in this direction. Yeah, I mean, we did encourage them to go look for treasure, of course. Mm -hmm. Because this was the point. We wanted them to yeah. learn this lesson. But overall, I think this was good. And obviously, we'll answer more questions about the week. And tomorrow, um, during our podcast, you'll get to hear some of the kids' thoughts about about it, what they were confused about, and what they enjoyed, and You'll probably kind of hear things. them accusing us of all kinds of things. <laughs> of course. That's the way it goes. Tis another year of Be Creative. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it's about time that we pick up our kids from the pool. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's after, after their... Yeah. Okay, everyone. Well, we will talk to you tomorrow. Um, best wishes, all of you, and parents, we will see you soon.